Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, for Mecca City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rab Florence. I'm here in the room with the one and only Grado himself. He is back from his stag weekend in Las Vegas. I have heard all the stories at this point, and let me tell you something none of them are fit for broadcast. Um, John. Producer John, you've heard some of the stories as well. I know everyone has been looking forward to this episode to hear what happened in Stagwood, but you know, the old saying goes, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas because the stories that we've heard, yeah, I don't think we can, we'll even get away with it on this podcast. Maybe the next live show, maybe the next live show. We have been locked down in negotiations for the past few years and we've came to a decision that none of the stories can go out. Um, <laughs> Nanny, the videos can be played, and uh, we're just going to we're just going to move on. But Gredo, it's good to see that you go back, survived it. That's it now. It's just a big run up to the wedding. Oh man, I tell you what, it was a great day, great great couple of days, man. But it's literally for what I've told you after there, I don't think any of that shit can be repeated. But is it going to be a hen weekend as well? Aye, uh, she's going to. Was it bed off? She's going to. She's going to bed on. Is Crofty going to that one? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Right here, let's oh, see. Let's see what's been going on. Let's see what the punters are up to. Um, right, so we've got a wee bit. Andy, Andy, get in touch. Andy, good on you, Andy. Andy, get in touch and says, "What do you guys think about WWE going down the dusty road at WrestleMania and having Cody beat Reigns, then having the title in his hands and it gets taken off him? You know what the WWE are like? They love a good old history repeating itself storyline. It's not going to happen." I was thinking today, man. I don't think Cody Rhodes is going to win. See, this is the thing. I don't think they are. I think. He's so close, what is it, 900 odd days to being a champion, right? Surely close to the 1,000 day mark, isn't he? Close to the 1,000 day mark, right? And see, really, right? See, when I think about it, I mean, you can better than me, right? But has there been any proper challenger in the 900 days where you went, they're going to win it? Like, because in my head, I'm thinking, I, there's a bit, maybe sat there was a kind of, could Sammy do it? But, you know, Kevin Owens was never going to do it. I thought way back at the start of the, the lockdown and all that, actually, I thought that Jay would maybe win it. I had, a, I had a feeling that was maybe going to happen. But, but really, in that length of time, has there been any credible guys that you th- think they could, that you would think, right, there's a good chance that he's going to drop the belt here? Because I'll, 
Bauer, remember that screw job when he was going to do his, uh, the coup de grace and they, they oh, yeah. the, the top rope. There was that, and then they never paid it off. I just think this is the first guy. that's the first where you went right. He's the, the guy that's going to take his. I need to be honest. Does he see for a couple of minutes? I thought in that Saudi that Saudi match when Logan Paul and Roman Reigns were wrestling. I thought for a couple of minutes. I thought they might fucking put it on Logan Paul here, just because yeah. you know he was you know he's such a hot property and. The, the press that it would get and all that, and it being in Saudi, I thought, you never know. However, this, I saw people on Twitter the day, and they were talking about this, they were going, you know what? I don't think Cody's winning this. I don't think Cody's winning this anymore. People are starting to say this. This, boys, is what quality booking is all about. This is what quality booking is all about, because just a matter of a month ago, it looked completely stuck on that Cody Rhodes is going to win it. I still think Cody Rhodes is going to win it. But the booking has been so good that now we're starting to doubt whether he's going to win it. You know what I mean? So we're actually going into it, and either way could happen, can't it? Really? Has, was... there, been a, has there been a mania though? Like, because this is obviously going to headline the Sunday night. This is going to mm. be the main event. Has there ever been a mania where they've sent the crowd home unhappy? I'm just trying to think about. Also, had a pops in my head WrestleMania 16, the Fatal Four Way, the Triple H no, no keep the Triple belt. Triple H, yeah. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. The Rock was 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 the one that you'd think they're going to put the title on him again. Um, who else? There's definitely been WrestleManias where people don't go home happy. But there's no a lot, though. No, no a lot. No a lot. But why was Cody Rhodes stunning watching the telly watched when Sammy and Generico were making pals? Why was he stunning with a cup of coffee and all that? Gone, I don't get a cup of coffee. Well, but... because he'd been saying to Kevin Owens that him and Sammy Zayn need to sort their problems out and all that. So he was like glad to see them getting together. Right. So it's hard to say, Andy. We don't know. Basically, the answer is we don't know. It's been booked very well, and we're not sure what's going to happen. Mayor Chat GPT nonsense for Daniel. We put together uh, a mock. Did you see South Park when finished an episode? Didn't Chat GPT? No, I didn't see that. It's a good episode, mate. Saw about Chat GPT, and then the final 10 minutes, they have GPT do the program. Oh, man. And it's it's funny the last ten minutes. The, the, the legit day at the end of the credits it says Matt Stone and fucking um chat GPT. I am gonna blow you guys' minds here, right? And I wanted to talk to you guys about this, right? So uh, chat GPT these AI systems, right, are, are able to do amazing things now. So they were talking today about how maybe an AI system can do the first draft of a script and then it gets haunted to a writer and then the writer will kind of polish it up and make it mere. Um, personal to the aim and all of that, right? So that's the kind of thing that it can do. Um, they were talking about how it can be used in computer games where, you know, in a computer game where your guy's running about and then it bumps into somebody and the guy says something like, hey, watch where you're going, buddy, or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the past, a writer would need to write that line and then somebody would need to come in and record the voice for that line, but they're saying, AI, hey, we're at the point now where you can just program in, basically, that when a character gets hit, he'll say something and the <sighs> voice will be there. And the dialogue will be there because the computer will just do it. Here's what I want to put to you boys. Do you see a time in the future where radio stations like Breakfast Radio and stuff like that just have fucking computers presenting the radio, presenting the morning shows? Well, Spotify have just started trialing a thing where it's your own personal radio station done by AI. So you jump in your motor to go to your work and go, hey, Grado, what's going down? Unreal. Uh, hey, man, listen, you've only got another 23 miles to your work. And hey, 
He's footy six crazy fist for you. Slit wrist theory. Yeah. Well, this is a thing. It's like, is that so? In twenty years, right? Twenty, thirty years when George Bowie's probably still alive, right? Let's be honest. He'll still, he'll look fucking better than he'll look better than I look now, right? By the way, um, twenty, thirty year. Is there a possibility that that concept of like breakfast radio of host led radio? Has been replaced by something like that that Grado's talking about, which is like you get, you know, your personalized radio stations and there's no human fucking involved in the process. Well, John's a bigger radio mark than me. He's a smart mark radio guy. Went all quiet though, Grado. He looks worried. No, no, I don't think there is. I don't think there is. Um, I think there could be a potential that they might, they could do something during the day. Like when it's just kind of that was this is you know here's the time here's the what's happening this is what's coming up in the radio station but see at breakfast time you need humour and you need all that personality and everything and you don't get that from an AI and you need to react to stories that have happened that day and travels happening on the mate I I don't know I don't think so I'm talking about in twenty thirty year John I'm talking about twenty thirty year you know and it's like because even I've just been thinking about things like football commentary and stuff like that because I was thinking about it when the whole uh, Gary Lineker thing happened. And I thought to myself, see commentators like see in future probably wouldn't need a commentator. Probably no. need it. Yeah, you'll probably be able to just watch what's happening on the pitch and just be because you think about it. What do commentators say? They say all the fucking same stuff all the time. Hey, all the same stuff. Up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all the same stuff all the time. And an AI could do that. You know what I mean? So this is it. Hey, and also another thing, Rob. See all that shit with VAR and all that. Mm-hmm. In a couple of years' time, there'll be no VAR truck, there'll be no fo- uh, uh, lobby. No. Park is all technically all set to deal with AI. So an offside decision will be given right away because it's all AI. Aye, it's not going to be guys looking at a ca- looking at ca- camera footage. No, it's not, it's not. Well, it'll not be here, man. Not in Scotland for about another fucking six million years, but everywhere else, I reckon, they'll, they'll, they'll start using AI. I mean, did you see that, that park? Did you see on Saturday that for part the cameras that they had, John? No. Ah, I mean, come on. Oh, like, I did. I, I did. I, I mean, I, like, I, I did. I, that was ridiculous. Some of the fucking things. spirit level to measure it out. <laughs> Ten lines. Well, well. Anyway, Daniel eh, has got back in touch with some chat GPT stuff. A mock run and rumble with some of your patrons. He says I stuck this up in the Discord, but I thought <laughs> I'd send it over here as well. Read the chat GPT stuff. Decided to book a real. Running rumble, right? You expecting me to read this out, John? Because it's like a fucking book. You can do if you want. I don't mean I'll to... abbreviate it. I'll abbreviate why it. Why don't Why don't we give John a wee chance? Oh, right, no. Let's hear you read it out, John. Oh no! Come on! Right. Don't try too hard. Just be yourself, son. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's imagine a Royal Rumble match with the participants you listed: Brian Mack, Daniel McBride, Chris Jack, Bronze Chill, Karate Warrior Two, Daniel Hubble, Rochi Boy, Motherwell, Producer John, Rav Forns, and Grado. And this is based on our Running Rumble, which we do once a year. The rules of the Royal Rumble match are simple: all the wrestlers start in the ring, and they try to eliminate each other by throwing. Yeah, we know how we know how a Royal Rumble works. Chat GPT fucks. So let's start. I'm looking at this as an end. Interesting in this. No, no, no. Who wins? Right, let's get done at the end. Chris Grado. Jack Chris Jack is the first one to be eliminated and Grado managed to knock out Bronze Chill over the top rope and win the match. I wonder so why ChatGPT... Do you think ChatGPT went... Right, which one of these is actually a wrestler? And that should be okay. the person that wins. We managed to eliminate Motherwell. Me and you teamed together, uh, Grab, and eliminate Motherwell, but then we're taken out by Bronze Chill. 
Right, we were both taking it by bronze cello. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going to put that. We still talking about Chat GPT because I just remember. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here, also, here's a wee bit of Chat GPT for Thomas uh, to get Alan McCoy to call out Chris Sutton for a wrestling match. Right, let's do this. You can be McCoy's Grado, and I'll be Chris Sutton. Right. I can't do Chris Sutton's voice. I'll try. I don't. Mean, I can't even. Chris Sutton, you think you're so tough. You think you're the best there is. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. I'm the best there is, and I'm going to prove it to you. He's fucking English, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, really? And how are you going to do that? I'm going to challenge you to a wrestling match. A wrestling match? You're kidding, right? I'm not kidding. I'm serious. I really am. I'm going to beat you, and I'm going to do it in front of the whole world. You're going to regret this, McCoyst. I don't think so. I think I'm going to enjoy this. We'll see about that. We will. The two men stare at each other for a moment. Then McCoy turns and walks away. Just Sutton watches him go. Right, no, we've not got that. We need a ban on this chat GPT push, man. I know, for sorry, sake. I'm sorry. We, re- we really see before we're going to talk about Hacksaw Jim Duggan getting a fucking double decker bus in Aberdeen the other day. Right. And going downtown. Guess what, man? So my father moved out the family house. Oh, right. Quite emotional, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like, Leaving on Monday, blah 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 blah. So he, 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 he go he leaves on Monday anyway. So he, he left us Monday. I went, Dad, to shut up now. Um, I'm not loft. I want to go. So went up and I went in the house, man. Nice tea, Terry, just completely bare, man. Sad sight. Fucking mate, That's... bust out of greeting, man. That's a blow. Bust yeah, out. I've been there, mate. That's a blow. Oh, mate, bust out greeting, hanging about stuff, and just it was horrible, man. And. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm greeting away, man. And my dad, pure canny take. Like, he's such an awkward guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm standing there greeting, and he's pure looking at the walls and all that, going, She kind of had to look after that win for about three years, and I'm like, Graham. <laughs> like, just trying to change the subject. And I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah. And I went up the, the loft, man. Oh, my God. So there was about 300 wrestling videos for R in the Globe. Fucking hell. Oh, CCW, Ring of Honor, right? There was wrestling magazines. There was all leotards for when I first started it. There was paper clippings for when I debuted. Stars of Linwood take to, future stars of Linwood take to the ring and all this push. And then I fun these camcorder tapes. And I fun a, a, a video and I, I took it right away and took it to my mate who can convert these things. And I got it converted to put digital and it was a shoot interview that I done with Drew McDonald when I was 14. You ever heard me talk about this on this? You've mentioned this before. Yeah. Yeah, I found it. 14 year old man, Drew McDonald sitting there, man, with a bum bag on and a big arm and the muscles and the tan sitting at the back of the, I think it was a Kafka Institute or something like that. Mate, two and a half hours long, an interview with me. Welcome to another edition of the Scottish Championship Wrestling Shooter Series. Today we're joined by none other than Drew McDonald. And mate, it's, it's amazing. I was watching, like, see when has I was, Je- has Jester seen it? I've sent wee clips to to, to, to Jester, <clears throat> and I've sent wee clips to Debbie, his daughter. Now, see if you don't know Drew McDonald, he's Google him right now, man. He was like, one a right hardy old Scottish wrestler that was in the British wrestling scene, debuted in nineteen eighty, wrestled all over the world, Canada, America, Germany. See when like you hear stories about Scott Hall and. Um, 
all the Americans in own heart gone to Germany for like six months at a time. That, that was all we drew. Right. See all the Yanks, the Yanks loved them. See if you read Jericho's book, he says like the maddest guy ever met in his life was Drew McDonald. Right? All, the, all the Scottish boys love him, didn't they? All the Scottish, oh, aye. But like even all the Yanks and stuff like that, because he, he ended up, um, he, he was a scout for, he was a scout for Vince near the end up. Because like, I think he got Drew, Drew Galloway's job, Wade Barrett, all they kind of folk. So, but do you know that way like, when I interviewed him, I was a wee boy, I was that nervous and I, and I was so young and I was so, I didn't quite understand stuff. And uh, so, uh, so if you think, like, I never ever watched it back when I was young because I just watched it, if you know what I mean. I just, aye, like, aye, aye. I it. and then I put it on, man. And I'm like, this is fucking so interesting. So interesting talking about how he became a wrestler. And this guy said he would never fucking make it. And, and he swears like a tripper man. His part's brilliant, right? <laughs> At one point, right, he's. He's sitting in, remember the old, remember the old Nokia ringtones, right? He's sitting there and he's aye, aye. Ah, fucking, and he's guy come in here and, and he told me that I would never make it. I ah, fucking see that guy now and now he goes, dee, 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 And that's a sash. That's a sash, sash if you don't know it. Told me, I need to get it all. I've got to all put in my... You're going to put it online or? I, 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 I need, I need to, I've got, I know left to watch it, but it's so interesting that I think folk would love to watch this. Right away, I DM'd that Ian through the ice clay, because it's right up his street, but the stuff he's talking about back then, about how there's too many wrestling companies and the drugs that he took and the folk that he wrestled and Big Daddy was a piece of shit. See the way he's on about Big Daddy? It's fucking brilliant, man, because he tagged him every night. Right. He's a lazy, fat bastard and all this. Mate, it's brilliant. I can't believe I've came across it. I mean, it's a proper... That's fucking gold, isn't it, finding yeah. something like that? History. History, Scottish wrestling history. Um, so was we you, you want to do all your other tapes, not that? And... Mate, the Kunsov took them. What do you mean? Well, mate, you so, just put them out for a clenny, you mean like kind of, mate? Aye, so like there's oh. a wee guy, there's a wee guy across the road, um, that my dad's pal, he gives him a pound here and there day wee jobs he'll do fucking in, and uh. <laughs> He asked, after we gave the keys in, I, I said I would get my video for Scott Arfield because he's da as a mega Falkirk fan. Ah, oh, right, available. And he says, look, my dad would really love a video for Scott Arfield. I says, well, get your video for Scott Arfield. I says, we need to break into my dad's house because the console took the keys and all that. He says, go in and see what you can get me. So he broke into the house and got the... Um, you go, no other videos. It was all Sega Mega Drives and then N64s and all that, but all of my exams and all that and health and first aid course certificates for like 2003. You're flipping something out for fucking money, mate, your old consoles and that. It's crazy, I know. Guy's fucking loaded, John. He doesn't even need it. Guy's loaded. <laughs> I thought Tony says these things only go for about 30, 40 bar. It depends. Good, Nick. So, um, I so mate, there's probably somebody in the clinic right now watching fucking... New Japan Pro Wrestling Super J Cup 94. Beautiful. <laughs> it just feels right, kind of, somehow. Uh, so thanks for everybody that let us know about Hacksaw Jim Duggan's adventures in Aberdeen. It started last weekend when he was up at Comic-Con in Aberdeen. Yep. He says, this is his tweet, thanks to all the folks. Thanks to all the folks that made this weekend such a huge success. With ComCon Aberdeen over, stand for a few days of sightseeing in Scotland. If you see it out... Stop us and say hi or ho! Oh! All right, carry on. Did then you... on Monday, he got excited about a bus. Here we go. This oh, is Hacksaw Jim Doggins' Adventures in Aberdeen. 
Hey guys, here we are at the bus stop waiting for a double decker bus. Say hi, kid. Hi. Here it comes. Hi. There's our hotel over there in beautiful Scotland. Gorgeous out in the countryside. We're heading to downtown. It looks, like fucking, it looks like a fucking shithole, doesn't it? Ah, uh, mate, it's a middle of nowhere. Be one of the best at Amna Toodles down group chat, and of course, with an old plank next to him for the full, full two days. <laughs> Look on, Grado, do you know this old wrestler called Jim Duggan? He just sits and hoes all day. <laughs> and I went, did he hoe all day? And he went, oh, yes. What do you mean, Toodles? You were in the what group chat? So, Toodles down were at the Comic Con. They were doing Comic Con? I said, come Arabella, Arabella Weir and Alec Norton and Gregor, Gregor Sharp and Simon Carlyle were doing it. I, d I didn't know. They would, why? That's what weird thing. It was meant to be. Going, it? it was meant to be the full kind of clan, but things happened. Folk had to pull out. They didn't book me again because I was here last year. Remember? Because even in a sense, it's weird a wrestler being at a comic con because it's a mm. fucking comic convention, isn't it? It's kind of weird. Well, is, it, is it maybe a separate kind of thing that goes on alongside the comic con or something? Or? Yeah, we're not, no, no, no. You're, you're there with all the rest of them. It's still, still, just basically like celebrities, a kind of celebrity. Well, thing. mate, still game, man. They, they, were, they were definitely the busiest last year. Yeah, they were up there last year as well. Right? Aye, man. Sanj, Gavin Mitchell, Paul Riley, and Jane were all there, and mate, they were they were over at Rover. They were doing the whole Sandman gimmick, like posing with a candlestick and that, <laughs> 10, 10 quid in a, in a bin. No, no, look at the camera and all that, getting the finger. Aye, uh, mate. Rab, you need to get Burniston involved in this. You're really making some money out there, mate. You want to know something, Rab? He's got a point. Who's got a point? John. I reckon Burniston would be perfect for one of these, like, especially the Aberdeen, the Edinburgh one, or the Glasgow one. 100%. Loving my time here in beautiful Aberdeen, says Hacksaw Jim Duggan. What is this one? Where is he now? Hey, guys, you were hey, fucking horror movies and all that. Downtown Aberdeen, bustling little city center. Never went out and went shopping. Left me here to hold down the fort, so a little coffee and scones enjoying downtown Aberdeen, Scotland. Is, is he looks early boots the chemist? <laughs> Fair play to him, right? Because he's no, he's been ill a couple of times, isn't he? And it's uh, it's good to see him in the old Scotland in Aberdeen. Well, his missus fucking trips about prima. Man. Was that his missus, the blonde woman? It was at the bus stop. Uh, yeah. So name again, Kitty. Yeah. And anyway, off to a graveyard. Hey, folks, check this out. We're down in Aberdeen, Scotland, downtown, and we found this old cemetery. And I'm talking about an old cemetery. There's some great tombstones, and we're having a great time in downtown Aberdeen. 1662. Kind of puts history in perspective. But I can't hold, because we're in a graveyard. <laughs> I never saw that line. So you know who was with him? Remember the fellow that was rolling about the flavor Robocop last year, Big Graham? Remember I was telling you about him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, he was—he kind of pallied a bit when he was taking videos with him all day. Oh, so is this Graham? Because he, he, Graham comes later in the story here. Oh, does he? Uh, he's a, yeah, he, he looks, looks well, a... by the way, doesn't he? He looks well, and he's, uh, he's still a good promo. Then, very exciting, he got back on the double-decker bus and went up the stairs. Here's what happened. Oh, up the front, of his driver. Hey, guys, here's a different perspective for everybody. We're in the front of the double-decker bus, up on top, going through a lot of traffic here in Aberdeen. It gives you a whole new perspective when you're riding up on top of the uh, double deck. Watch him up at the pool. No, just kidding, everybody. <laughs> That's just the way it looks from up here, man. But uh, we're having a good time. Oh, I like your hat. 
He's an old sour, isn't he? You just can't imagine him in Iron Sheet caught, caught with like a big bag of fucking grass back in the 80s. He's always working in <laughs> it. Puts a new perspective on it, doesn't it, huh? I mean, then very exciting from the wrestling dad perspective, he went along to a night where the boys at WrestleZone. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, there we go. There's the boys in WrestleZone, see them all there. And he said, the boys are the boys, no matter what country you are or what generation. Oh, that's beautiful, oh, that's isn't it? Yeah. That's a beautiful bit of part of there. Well, there's with that with Aberdeen tap. Then, this is where it happens, Grado. Our friend Graham, and I didn't realise it was Graham who was rolling about with Robocop last year, surprised with a stop at Aberdeen. So he's there at Pataudry, hacksaw number one in the back of his Aberdeen top, sitting in the dressing rooms, loving a bit of that. He's been treated like a king, hasn't he? He's been treated like a king, yeah. yeah. One of the boys in the chat, because he was standing in front of the Aberdeen logo, one of the boys like, oh my God, new Aberdeen manager. And one of the boys went, well, he's used to working with flanks away, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and then he went to Stonehaven and he met a Highland cow. There you go. And then nice. he went to Notter Castle. There, he, look at him, him and Kitty loving life in Aberdeen. And then he met some fans in Stonehaven walking around. Friendly Scottish fans would stop us and say hi to get some pictures. See if you were just cutting it. See if you were just cutting about your tune and you saw Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You wouldn't believe your eyes, would you? No. 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 What a picturesque town, Stonehaven, Scotland, hashtag, founded in 1607. There we go. And then I've never been to Stonehaven, but my dad walked up there quite a few times. My dad was a roofer and they did some work up in Stonehaven. Yeah. Mate, that is like a funny thing, like, to imagine, like, as you say, like, no, no one. Is that a fucking axe, Jim Duggan? Do you know what I mean? Coming out. So I remember I, t- I tell you, Honky Tonk Man and Carl Luke coming at Carl Luke Tesco Man and a pair of sandals with a horn for bananas just walking across the road. I'm like, there's a Honky Tonk Man and coming at Tesco. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, what the hell? You could never see if you saw Hacksaw Jim Duggan, right? If you didn't know he was in the country and you're just at your Tesco or something and Hacksaw Jim Duggan walked out, you would never go up to that guy and say, are you Hacksaw Jim Duggan? <laughs> you would never chance it. You would Because you think, you'd think to yourself, there's no way it's Hacksaw It's just a guy that looks like fucking Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Well, like, I remember one time we were travelling on the bus with TNA for the Hydro down to Manchester and, like, in this Tesco, like, one in the morning, like, Kurt Angle stood there trying to work the self-service checkout in Carlisle. You know what I mean? Like pure banging the thing, pure going, what the f- come on, man, what's going on? Like, imagine you're just up through the night. Oh, amazing. And you saw Kurt Angle to see if Too many, too many items in baggaging area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then... I, I often thought to myself, like, imagine, imagine you were there, imagine you were staying the night, that, that night when fucking Arn Anderson and, and Sid had the, oh, had the and fucking the fu- thing. And Blackburn was Aye, Blackburn, if you, if you were staying, it was like, was it no in a, like a fucking traveling or something? Like, uh, a travel lodge in Blackburn. A travel lodge. Like, imagine you were staying in a fucking, like, you were just staying some overnight and you were, you were there and you look out the fucking windy and, and big fucking Sid and Arn Anderson and probably a bunch of other wrestlers are all fucking running about. And <laughs> how amazing would that be? With scissors. Yeah. Oh and then God. he said, cheerio to Scott and here's a final word from Hacksaw. Hi guys, we're at the Aberdeen Airport getting ready to fly to London. We've got all our luggage down. To hear a helicopter in the background going to the offshore, a lot of offshore oil platforms out there. But great time in Aberdeen, beautiful weather, and we're heading to London, tough guy. Ho! Oh, yes. He's an old gentleman. He's brilliant, man. He's brilliant. I'll tell you something, right? See, Hacksaw Jim Duggan is a guy. Like, see, somebody was to say to me, like, name your favorite wrestlers for back then. I would never, I would never say Hacksaw Jim Duggan. But I was never unhappy to see Hacksaw Jim Duggan on my telly. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, see, when Hacksaw came out, you're watching WWE Superstars or something, and Hacksaw came out for a match or something, you were always like, ah, oh, cool. You know what I mean? 
Emery came back in like what was it like two thousand and five, two thousand six, and just came out with like a play pair of blue fucking humour. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. He had a bit of a run in WCW as well, didn't he? Aye, was he not a baddie, man? He was in the Misfits <laughs> yep. or, like, or Team Canada or something like that, wasn't he? Aye. Um, well, there you go. That was a. Uh, it was good. It was good. And it's true what he says. The boys are the boys. No matter what country or what generation. I'm sure Crofty will be thinking that. The boys are the boys. He'll be saying to himself. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us about any of that stuff, uh, don't don't get in touch with us about fucking Hacks or Jim Duggan because we've already heard about it. Uh, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Name our chat GPT. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Every week, we like to separate the fruit in a wrestling trifle for the custard and the cream as we bury and put our stuff for the business. John. Mm-hmm. So you're burying the fruit, aye, and you're putting all the custard and the cream, right? Oh, aye, that's the be- that's the best. That's the best bit of trifle. What about the sponge? Oh, there you go. Because see, the, see, when you got a trifle, or when you make mm. a trifle, do you put the roly poly like the the jam roly poly? Because really, do you want know see these days? It's really hard to get. Like my mum always puts the jam roly poly slices as part of the custard, but it's really hard to come by now. By the way, I don't want jam in my trifle. Uh, I love the custard and the cream. Aye. Uh, custard and the cream, and, I, and I'm wanting like the, the bits of broken sponge. I don't want a uh, jam in there. No, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, the you know the roly poly jams that you get? No, and, I do, I do, aye. aye. aye so, so you just like bits of sponge scattered rather than a layer of sponge? Through the jelly, through the jelly. Right. But then there's fruit you know in the mean? jelly, isn't there? There's fruit in the jelly. Aye, fruit and sponge. You need to get... Um, the wee individual ones for Morrison's are quite good, but the best trifles are the candy bars and salkets, but they only do them yeah. they only do them um in a Tuesday and Wednesday, was it? No, Thursday and Saturday. It's definitely a Thursday because you've you've eaten one on this show. What we want to bury and what we want to put over then uh folks. What are we fancying, Barry, and what, what, what we want to do? Something I was going to say about wrestling this week. Oh, fantastic. Brilliant. Uh, Here we go. Wee- oh, I tell you what, I only watched the first half an hour of Raw. I was watching the Formula One, and I stuck on Raw, watched a wee bit of live just because of the jet lag, and I, I just saw Logan Paul backstage walking, and the Miz stops him for a bit of banter. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul's so good. Like yeah. he acts better than any of the other. He's a total 
he's so natural. It's just a bit where the man's just going, hey, hey, Kira, I invite to your podcast and that. And he's like, hiya. And they're born, mate, hiya. And I'm like, he's better than MD on the show. He's... He legit I mean, is. It pains you to say it, but he's it a total natural the boy. He's a total natural the boy. He's, you know, he's... he's. If it almost feels like, well, he's fun, the thing he's good at. That's what he's, he's fun, the thing he should be doing now. Um, I want to put over a Bad Bunny saying he was on James Corden's... I, I never watched this, but I just saw a link to it. But he was saying that it was... It was just nice hearing him talking about the wrestling bad bunny and just about how serious he wanted to take it and I'm asking him what he wanted to do and he's saying, oh, I fight. You know, and I'm saying it was the best. He was thinking about it. Mm, it was the, I would say it was the best night of my life. You I know, did that. I, I like that. I like that. I, I, I thought I was watching that um, Brad Pitt film and I'm sure he popped up on, on the train. Oh, probably. Probably, you know what I mean? Probably. Yeah, I also want to put her. Any of you watched 24 Hours in Police Custody last two nights? No. No, the Crofty episode. <laughs> 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 oh, it's good, man. It's cold-blooded murder. Oh, really? Ken, sometimes you can have funny about it, but this is a good one. A, a, good honey, one. a honey trap murder. That's just a wee... I'll check it out. What's it on? Channel 4. You never saw 24 Hours in Police Custody before? No, nah, I don't think I have. Come on, Barry, get a grip. <laughs> right, listen, listen. Um, I want to put over the bar mitzvah bit with MJF and particularly with what's his name? Uh, the wee man, skateboarder. Darby Allen. It was good seeing him being able, because obviously just cutting about behind Sting, but I, I enjoyed his promo and all I was kind of just looking at these kind of young guys in the ring and going, this is fucking good, man. I mean, that's what they call, that's the four pillars of AEW, isn't it? That's the, the four guys that are real kind of AEW guys and mm-hmm. four guys that the WWE would love to have on the roster as well, right. probably. But they, I thought they all held their own really, really well. I mean, the MGF's obviously amazing. I thought it was a brilliant segment. I really did. I thought uh, it was a really yeah, good yeah. segment. Just sets it up really, really nicely for them. And, you know, it's a bit of intrigue, you know. And then what I did, the Sammy Guevara bit where he just basically realised he was a heel at the end and just basically said, and all you scumbags out there, when he just he was right. cutting a bit of a face promo on MGF and then just said, turned out to the crowd and said, scumbags. <laughs> I want to bury um, my niece, Courtney, Isla Dawn, for uh, no um, sending me a free copy of the new WWE game yet. Because I know she can get fucking access to it, so I'm waiting. She got me it last oh. year. Oh, so I'm waiting she? for that. I'm waiting for the call. What? Um, Rab, I've got a question. I've got a question yeah. for you. Because what do you make of all the... I, I guess this is really awkward to ask you, actually. But the, all the witchy stuff, she, her and... Um, well, Alba Fire, as she is now, are, are kind of doing on NXT. I, I think they found a good balance with the new. I kind of... I mean, it's no, it's hardly in Bray Wyatt territory. I think there's a good balance with the new, and I think um, Courtney's a really, really good performer. Like she's Aye, really, she's really good there. performer, and she, um, the fucking sky's the limit for her. By the way, I'm serious. The sky's the limit. Just, just fucking watch her space. Is all I'm going to say. Just Alex, watch her space because this is the awkward thing as well. Is because you're looking, you know, you're looking online. Sometimes I like to do a search on her name. You know what I mean? I can do it. I, I'm her uncle. It's bad searching for your own name, right? But I'm her uncle. I can search for her name and see what people think. People like her. Do you know ah, that's I mean? good, mate. People like her out there. That's so... good, because a lot of folk don't like anybody. Aye. And not be totally. liked is a big thing, mate. Aye, no, totally. So people are behind her, and um, you know, and I think she can pull off. She, she can kind of pull off the kind of witch stuff, you know what I mean? It's just as long as production don't go too far. Yeah. It's enough. If they leave it to her to play it as, as a character... You know what I mean? She's she's good at performing. She's good at doing 
She's good at selling that gimmick herself. She doesn't need... This is the thing. You know, it's, it's all Bray Wyatt. Hang. It's like Bray Wyatt is good at selling all that stuff on his own. It's the minute you've got fucking guys and fucking masks and elbow drops, that fucking hangs on it. And, you know, it's, that's when it all goes all right. Right, let's see what people are saying. Wrestling God. Boys, I'm bossing for a shite. Go for it, mate. I'll read these out while you're away for a shite. You know my saying. Wrestling Sorry, God. man. That's all right. You go for mate. Listen. Listen. It's your wedding soon. I'm you having a flare up. Oh, oh right. no. Oh, no. Having a flare up. Grado has irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, um, so, if any of you are familiar with that, it causes some issues with his bowel movements. Gives him a sore tummy. Mm-hmm. Rasslin' God wants to put her almost being tall as fuck and living in the UK so I can skip. Um, the shite stuff when I watch Raw on a Tuesday. Right, right, two things there. I thought he was saying almost being tall as fuck and living in the UK, right? I was like, what, he commutes? He commutes to Raw? So he wants to put over almost being tall as fuck and he wants to put over living in the UK so he can skip the shite stuff when he watches Raw on a Tuesday and wants to bury people whose character is that they're a good wrestler. Let's be honest, most people don't give a fuck how many moves you can do. Get a personality, man. (laughs) A valid point. I was thinking about this today because I was thinking about Lex Luger. Mm. And I was thinking about the fact that Lex Luger was rotten. Right. That he didn't have a personality really. And he didn't he wasn't great in the ring. And he kind of only had a look, I felt. And then when the you know, when the steroids thing happens, then suddenly his look starts to... He loses his look a bit. Yeah. And, you know, it's difficult to be a success in the wrestling game because you need to have... There's your look, there's your character, and and then there's your work. What's more important, personality or being a good wrestler? Now, being the mind, probably one of the top guys ever in the business, Hulk Hogan, it wasn't about the what he did in the ring because Hogan was pretty poor in the ring. Let's all be honest with ourselves. He was pretty shite in the ring. But his personality and his look obviously had the look that Vince loved and his personality was brilliant. So that's what got him over. But what do you think is more important, personality or... I am I am going to shock... I'm going to break internet here, right, when I say this. Right. But your work is the least important. Really? Your look and your personality come ahead of your work. It's a shame Grado's not here to talk about this because he's obviously a very good example of the... Well, there you go. Grado's good in the ring, though. Grado's good in the ring. Roman Reigns has always been good in the ring. Yes. Right? He's always been good. And he's always had the look. Right? But it was when the personality came along. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's when he turned heel. Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. But it was that specific personality. No, if you have all three, that's great. I was thinking about the fact that Ric Flair, you see quite a lot of people saying nowadays... Nowadays, you'll see a lot of people saying about Ric Flair, oh, I didn't really like his work in the ring that much. It was all the same moves you all knew again and all that kind of stuff, right? But when it comes, he had the look. Yeah. He, he had the personality. Mm-hmm. His work was strong as well. You know what I mean? Um, but, but you know, just such a believable guy. Like, you believe that the reason why all the wrestlers love him is because they, not only did they know the Ric Flair that they saw on telly, but they knew the Ric Flair that was jetting about the country and was actually living the gimmick. You know what I mean? 
I guess, and, I guess that's what separates the greats from the right, because most of the, the great wrestlers are have all three. When you think of Shawn Michaels, when you think of... See, Bret Hart didn't really have the personality. And I'm, Ian Drew Rice Clay's probably throwing his earphones out the now. Bret Hart had the... Bret Hart had the the work like you can't believe. Yeah, right? the work in the look. And he had the look like you can't believe. Bret Hart was like, my, my big sister... I used to watch her wrestling right when I was a wee guy, and my big sister used to be like, oh my God, that Bret Hart man Hart is gorgeous, gorgeous, right? But that was the thing with, with, with Hitman, was that his personality didn't always get a chance to shine. Now, when it did, when there was the these spells where Bret Hart was able to express a personality, and that, for me, that was usually when he was a heel. Aye. Or when he was playing that kind of, no necessarily a heel, but that mere agitated baby face, you know what I mean? A fiery baby face. Th- then he was he was fucking amazing. But I think a lot of the time his personality had to be kind of you, you know seemed to be a wee bit muted and a wee bit. That was a problem. You get Macho Man Randy Savage. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, a great work on the ring. You know what I mean? But really, like you know, a few explosive moves that you remember and you know and solid work. But the look and the personality, fuck me. You yeah. know what I mean? I think they're the key things. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, well, you look at, I mean, you look at the, the guys that are like, you know, when you talk about Mount Rushmore, Shawn Michaels is probably the only exception, but The rock, the Rock's in-ring work's pretty good, isn't it? The Rock's quite right. good. He's got the look-the-work personality. Austin's got the look-the-work personality. I'm just trying to think who else is on that Rushmore who's got... But you can get away seen with a, the look-work look look personality. You but know, you can and, get away with the look and the personality. Yeah, you can get away with the look. You don't even need the work. You don't even need the work. I mean, there's going to be other examples of that as well, of people that got away with the kind of, you know, the look and the personality and maybe maybe mere inferior work, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I just think about things, even like Johnny B. Bad, for example, when I was watching WCW when I was a wee guy, mm-hmm. and I, I watched Johnny B. Bad, and I was just like, I could, I could watch this guy all night, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, nobody would argue that he was the best worker in the world. But the look and the personality that he had, you know, before he... Before he, you know, he, he lost a lot of that becoming Mark Merrow and coming out of WWF and uh, just all these guys. You need to look. Yeah. You need to look. You need the personality. But the work's not as important. Undertaker, there's there's a good example. Was Undertaker a good worker in the ring? Mm. I, I, mean, I, I mean, again, it's one. It, it, it's, it's how you define work in it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's... Never let it get to the stage in your life where you're a wrestling fan and you have to question if Undertaker was a good worker. Come on. If... No, I know. I mean, it's Jesus. Come on. What are you talking about here? Definitely. But we're talking about look, personality and, and work. And, and what the Undertaker I'll... had everything. I know you're not talking about Undertaker. I just had to tell you that. He did have everything. Wait, can he talk? Hey, wait, can he talk? We're saying what's important graded, right? So a great wrestler, what's more, most important? Look, work, personality, or is it important to have all three? Or can you get away with just personality and look? Entrance. <laughs> you need to be able to connect with the crowd. For you need to be invested in it. I, I can work. But that's but that's look and personality because I that's always like... think that yeah. when a wrestler becomes a star. They connect with people who know nothing about wrestling. They connect with people who don't know anything about wrestling. There was people, people connected with Stone Cold Steve Austin who were just kind of blue collar guys who didn't, they weren't necessarily mad into wrestling or anything like that. You know what I mean? They just looked at him and went, 
Look at that fucking badass man coming down and raising hell. You know what I mean? Ah, she was like, um, Nash was talking on his podcast, talking about being good workers, and he was like, I go to f- signings and folk, folk don't talk about his moves. They go, see that blonde hair you had? See the, see the trims that you had in your tights? Oh, this is a thing. There was a guy yeah, I mean, off. Like... Nash had to cancel out an event, right? And there was a guy online that was kind of pissed off about cancelling the event, and he was like, "I've been, I've been saving up for this to come and all that," and and I was laughing at the fact he says, "I even had the trousers made." <laughs> <laughs> I had the trousers made with the trim, and I made a Scott Hall vest for my son. Nora, you know what I mean? But but you know, but there it is. It's like you know, it's celebrating, it's celebrating the look. You know what I mean? You need, you need the look. And you need and you need the personality. Big MGF man, he's like everybody's raving about him the new. But I would say it's the look and the personality are ahead of his work as well. It's like they're the they're the reasons why people are high on him at the minute. Is, I, can't, is... I, can't, I can't remember much for like watching MGF wrestle. I just know he can wrestle, but I don't. There's nothing. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's his character. Aye, exactly. Right, so anyway, punters, punters are saying, hey, Boba Hogan wants to put her hacksaw tour in Aberdeen. We saw that. Scott wants to put her MGF bar mitzvah segment with the four pillars. Even Sammy was less a cunt than usual. <laughs> wants to bury QTV. I'm just starting to like Powerhouse Hobbs. Get my way for this absolute shite right now. QTV? Is that oh, like you buy the jewelry and all that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, the problem with that QTV gimmick is it feels like something for about 20 years ago, doesn't it? Oh. Remember, remember QVC? Did Mo ever used to buy it off QVC? No, no, but I used to watch it sometimes. I remember like late at night I would stick it on and kind of just watch. Wanked it. Why would you wank it? Wanked it. Sorry, that, do you know what that is? That's two pints of me doing that and what I couldn't what, Two pints, man, I'm pure. That's Vegas talk, Gary. That's Vegas talk. <laughs> Talking shite now. That's is that Vegas talk. In, is that what you were doing in Vegas? Were you having, having a wank to people grating carrots? <laughs> <laughs> Why does QT Marshall get so much TV time when we've got so much on the roster and QT Marshall seems to get loads of TV time though? I don't understand it. No, I've here's something, right? I was here's something else. This this episode's out of place, right? Here's something else. And we, we'll never get through everything here, John. No, here's we'll something cancel, else. the list is cancelled this week. We'll here's get... something else, right? I was thinking. East Enders, right, is a great show. Yeah. Right? But see some of the stone-out episodes at EastEnders for me as an EastEnders watcher early years. Right? I've not watched it in a long time, but, right? but early years I've watched it. Was it episodes where there was maybe only two characters in it? Right? Uh, so maybe uh, it would be Doc... When Phil got drunk, when Phil got drunk. Exactly, right. Uh, Doc Cotton, back in the day, it was Doc Cotton and Ethel. The two of them just having uh, a conversation in their house for the whole Ian episode. Have, is that too as well when Ian has the breakdown? I've got nothing left! I think that might have been a wee, a wee um, two-hander or something as well. Uh, was was Fingma double-header... You ain't my mum. Yes, I am. No, I don't think so. I don't think I was. I think I was a normal episode. <laughs> that, 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 that was the best one. But here was what I was thinking. Why has why has the wrestling never done anything like that? Why has the wrestling never done anything like see the night like AEW? I was thinking is one that could do it, where they could go almost like all there is on AEW is a sit down interview with Mox and fucking Hangman, for example, right? And then they're going to come out and they're going to wrestle in a match. And then we're going to catch up with them after the match. And the two of them are fucking talking to each other after the match. Mock's all covered in blood and all that. And they're making up with each other. You know what? Why is why is the wrestling never tried something completely inventive like... See, because see if next week 
Raw was just about the bloodline and there was no other matches on it. People would be fucking talking about that yeah. for 20 years. Yeah, that's a great shout. People would be talking I, about that for 20 years. You know what I mean? I, I, was I, like, don't, I don't know. Why? Why, no, why, does, why does a wrestling show why does a wrestling show have to be right, here's another match now. Right, here's another match now. Meaningless matches. Here's another but, match. But you can't how can you have two folk on the set? I'm sorry to say you're good at all this out there, you're quite intelligent and all that, but that sounds shite. Why does it sound shite? Why does it sound <laughs> shite? Don't sugarcoat the griddle. No, but come on. That's shite. No, but you can't. Imagine not... Raw opened, right? Imagine Raw opened. It's three years, Raw's three years. You can't watch two folk for three years. Visualise this, right? Okay, Raw's might be a bad example because it is three years, right? But see if Raw... <laughs> heat will go for heat then. Right, but see if Raw was... See, even if Raw... Glossy. Even if Raw had a first door, right? right? That was... Some fucking your your usual matches, right? Some fucking you know the fucking Viking Raiders or whatever the fuck, right? Nobody cares about. And then you cut to fucking Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman traveling to the event and 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 a fucking limo or something, and it's a conversation between the two of them, and you're with them for like fucking 15, 20 minutes, and then they arrive and then they're in the back, and then you're wait solo and all that they're there for twenty minutes, and then they come out and then they have a match, and then it's the fallout after the match and stuff like that, and you're like, we've just watched tours of the fucking bloodline here. That was unbelievable. See again, you're that you're one of these methodical, directory writery. Your your brain is amazing, but I'm not watching two cunts of limousine talk to each other for fifteen minutes. That's a long time, mate. But what, <laughs> Carry you, on. What are they got to talk about? They don't even like each other, Paul. Heyman you, but you would rather watch Lita wrestling someday. All, fu- all fucking Lita wrestling someday. <laughs> I just, I just think I'm not saying you do it every week but I'm saying like and I think I personally think something like a rampage or something like a dynamite is, is a better place to kind of do it you know what I mean but it's like just why did they never go we're flinging the format out the window we're doing something completely fucking different tonight you know what I mean one of the things one of the things people remember the most about their attitude era fucking classic Raws and attitude era was that sit down fucking interview with, with Austin and The Rock and Jim Ross. Nobody right. remembers any fucking matches that were on that episode that night. That Does they remember that? No, because listen, that might appeal to a hardcore wrestling fan. Wrestling, when it appeals to folk that are sitting on their couch, swigging a wee beer, they want to see they want to see a bit of comedy, they want to see a bit of fast-paced action, they want to see the women the wrestling see normal variety. See normal mainstream punters. The truth is, they don't want to watch wrestling at all. They don't want to watch wrestling matches. Mm. I can't even tell you the amount of normal people that I've watched wrestling with that went that have went like that to me. <sighs> it just gets boring when the matches start. Mm. It's true. You know what I mean? Casuals kind of go, oh, when's this match going to be done so we can see another entrance or we can see like, a promo or something funny or you know. Anyway, I was just anyway, it was just a thought. Um Daniel, say, honestly, you have great ideas all the time. I'm just not a fan of that one. I just think that's just the reason why it's not been done is because I don't think it's that good an idea. I mean, there's a difference between Doc Cotton fucking dropping a fag in her bed before she, before she goes to her bed at night and her pal coming in to help her than there is today. We... Are you trying to say if Roman Reigns was having a fag in his bed, right, and he dropped it and a wee granny came in? But the granny's not booked because it's only fucking Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> the granny's not booked. Hello, granny. <laughs> 
Daniel, Daniel wants to put our SmackDown segments first with Cody calling out Sammy and Owens. Owens leaving Jane Sammy in the ring and then KO coming back to save Sammy for a beat down the pop at the end and a hug. Great stuff. Mick wants to put her, you, you started a company you couldn't get over in. That was, by the way, that was a great promo. That hey, was... he, did, he did go over in EW. I, not, mm, but it was a Sorry great... Sorry that now, but he was, he was over. It was a great promo from Roman Reigns. It was Reigns. a low blow. It was a low blow. It was very good. Very good. Mick wants to put over producer John Bean on another podcast that he listens to. What podcast was this? I was on uh, the big Scottish football podcast this week with you and Karen and Stephen Mill. Mick, can I ask you a wrestling-related question today with radio? Yes. Was 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 you and talking about my stag deal and Clyde this morning? No. You tell me he was. Oh no, he was on Clyde one. Uh, on Clyde one. Oh no, no. We just said you was back from Vegas. We did, was he talking about any specifics? No. Uh, so. <laughs> Mick wants to bury you and Cameron trolling John by mentioning Stephen Purden. Where was that? Oh, that was on this Saturday uh, Big Scottish Football Podcast. There's no beef. Beef's yeah, there's right. no beef. There's no beef. Absolutely. No, but have you noticed, but I, I, I said to you in the day, I said, mate, you need to stop tweeting pictures of me. I was like, because he was in Vegas and he was tweeting pictures and it just got absolutely hijacked. All these Celtic fans going, these two are the worst things to happen to radio. This is a total for I can smell this 40 Rangers fans, blah 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 blah. He gets so much heat on the internet, doesn't he? Of course he does. needed you actually needed me in that stag weekend. You needed a known Celtic fan, even though I don't go to any games or anything like that. And don't know any the names of any players. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> why was we told no there? Why was Chris told no there? He would never have lasted it. Chris told would have fucking outlasted all yous, by the way. I win the man. As I said, I said to him, we were recording pick two shots. This is you would have needed one of these scooters to go about and he would have struggled with the walking. No, who, I, who did you say that to Crofty? No, <laughs> Crofty would have done that. <laughs> right, Dundee into Diviasi Junior, Dundee, Dundee United, Dundee United, Diviasi, Diviasi Junior. Wants to put our Wrestling Bios YouTube channel. 140 plus episodes comparing Nitro and WWF Raw segment or segment. Fantastic <laughs> stuff. What is that? I need to check that out. Plus pay-per-view reviews of that time period. Wants Ooh. to bury AEW. Question. What will be around in 20, 30, 40 years time? AEW or Impact? I'll answer that the new. Neither of them. WCW had billionaire backers, better talent, better gimmicks, better merch, and still get put out of business by competing directly against WWE. AEW. No, no, if you're listening to Nash's podcast, that's no how they went out of business. No, that's no, no, like no, no. He, he makes it, you hang to my, you hang to us, see, for all these years where you went, we look like you hang to us, we losers for thinking. Oh, this was the moment that killed WCW. This was that because they booked this and the finger poke of doom and all this and the Jarrett with Hogan. Mm-hmm. The ratings that they were getting, they have never had ratings like that in twenty years. They just didn't want wrestling on the network. No, they, can want, they were like the money they were even at the lowest ratings. The money that they were still like, generating. Oh, the, the ratings that they were still generating. What about Nash, Undertaker, and Stone? That was funny. Slagging off AEW. Did you see that, Rob? I did see it. What's well, saying they weren't watching? Don't worry, they're not, he's not watching. Aye, aye. 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 And take a huge pop. 
Patrick, could you have ever imagined that Undertaker would ever fucking tweet out in that? Ever? Huge pop. I mean? Mate, have you noticed, like, he's done Chris Van Vliet now, that, that Taker? Like, remember at the start, he was a right awkward cunt on his interviews? No. Now he's done fucking Lorraine and Alison Hammond and all that. He's brand new. With <laughs> he's on Alison Who Taker is? Aye. I know, he's, he's a good... He's a, Can he shut him up now? He's enjoying himself. <laughs> Can he shut him up? Play him. I want to read a message here. I want to read a message here from McSauce. He says, no buddies are put over this week. Was wondering if there's any chance you can shout out my GoFundMe page for my best pal. He sadly took his life a couple of months ago. It would be greatly appreciated. So we're going to pop that link in the bio at the bottom of this episode. Sorry to hear that about that, Mixos. Mm -hmm. You just made the list! Before we go, let's, let's see what people have been saying is the worst WrestleMania match of all time. What, what do you think is the worst WrestleMania match of all time? Because it's got to be one of the ones for fucking WrestleMania 1 or 2. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Aye, man, with a big fucking 40-fat ring, man, they day fuck all moves. Fucking curly-haired Joe versus fucking Aye, Tony mate. Fat Thighs or something, you know Aye. what I mean? One of the day ones. And um, it's on for like half an hour. Aye, hold on, I'm, I'll fucking tell you a shite right now, hold on. Right, the um, battle with the end of this wrote Goldberg and Lesnar. Let's see, uh, WrestleMania 2, I'm on Aye, mate, there is. It's like, what's the point, man? WrestleMania one or two. Who give us a card for WrestleMania one or two? I oh, I'll tell you the worst match. I was at it. WrestleMania twenty seven. The, the Jerry Lawler and Nicole match. That was a pile of piss. Oh, listen. Let's be fucking clear here, right? It's not the worst WrestleMania match ever. Well, see, see, Mister T versus Rowdy Roddy Piper in that boxing match. It was fucking rotten. Uh, right. Mate, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give one. I'll give one. I'll give right. a boss man and taker at WrestleMania fifteen. Was that the the dog kennel? Bullshit. It was, I. It was the Dog Kennel for Hell one. Aye, was it? It was. It I, was did like, I did like that hanging gimmick at the end, though. What, man? He was. <sighs> was that a mania? Aye, mate, it was hot as shite. Guess what? I watched that night. Shawn Michaels versus Austin. WrestleMania 14. Oh. Michaels was in a lot of pain. And they go, aye, he was. And they go, this one's for you, Earl. Shout out to Earl. Apparently, he had a brain aneurysm. Jesus. A couple of days before, but well, he's been a new still alive. So. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to see. I, I see. I mean, it's going to be one of the. I mean, it'll be one of the ones. Hey, hold on. I'll read some of these, right? Because it's an right. idea. Right. Warrior, Warrior, right. Brunch Cello. I love Brunch Cello. Warrior Triple H Mania 12. Squashing Triple H and getting fired two months later. I don't really remember that much. I don't. And I don't I've never watched that. it back. I've never watched it back. Do you remember any thoughts on that, Rab? No, nah, not really. Brian says, right back. Versus Mark Henry. I don't even remember that either. Remember that. Come as it comes, the big guy loses with Henry falling on him. Then he hits his finisher after that. Should have been a showcase for the big guy hitting his move. Wasted any bollocks with Bray. Randy coming out riding Spunk to the ring. Then gets then bugs then bugs put on the canvas. Absolute dregs. Never mind the shite with the black goo. And Alexa coming out the box a few years later. The boy is rotten. All right. Uh, Mick says Goldberg versus Brock versus Buttonbean versus Bart. I take it he means Gilbert here. No? No, uh, Buttonbean versus Bart Gunn. Was, the, is that, was that a brawl? Was the brawl for all fight? Oh, shit. He's wrote Goldberg versus Brock. Buttonbean versus Bart Gunn. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Goldberg versus Brock, although you listen to podcasts hearing Bruce Pritchard saying it was the worst match ever, see, for me, it wasn't the worst match ever at all because he's a wee guy. You listen, Rob. She's a wee Aye. guy that fucking savage through the internet as a puny. I wasn't a puny. I was always fat, but like a, a 
<laughs> an acne-ridden fucking loser, right? See, knowing that Lesnar was then then the off, Goldberg was then the off, and then see the crowd going, "This is shy." This that was entertaining shy. watching it, that. I, I was honestly, I, I was, I was all that watching I, Austin's I reactions. Care, to I, on I didn't care what moves he done. No. I didn't care about it. I would, I would happily go back and watch that match before quite a lot of their matches on that card. So Here's, for- I, I'll, I'll tell you a fucking. You telling me that? So we've got Brett versus Vince, Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan, right? So here's they, they suggest. Well, that's another that, one. Sheamus and Daniel Bryan isn't a bad match because no. it's a moment. No, it is a moment. Are you telling me that either they match, either of they matches are worse than that? And I'm sorry to Jake the Snake fans out there, but that fucking Jake the Snake and the fucking model blindfold match. Oh Jesus! Fucking walking about with a sax on their head for fucking fifteen minutes was fucking torture. Chris, you can't possibly say Seamus versus Daniel Bryan, the one lasted 15 seconds. Well, then it's not a, a long enough match for you to say it's the worst match ever. That's just not how it works. That should be in a wrestling... But listen, that was a moment. It was like, whoa, oh my God, WrestleMania started. He's won the belt. Wow, this is class. You can't then sit there and go, that was the worst match ever because it wasn't meant to be a match. It was meant to be a moment. Don't take it so serious. Don't take it to heart. Chris, get out of the house. <laughs> Right, here's, one, here's, here's an interesting one. What's going to be, before we wrap up, what's going to be the worst match at this WrestleMania? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, it's going to be almost Lesnar. No, it's not. Not fucking, isn't it? Oh, no, it was, it's almost, almost Lashley, isn't it? It's almost Lashley. Oh, no, almost, no, Lashley. It's almost Lesnar. Hey, no, be... It's almost Lesnar. <laughs> it it's almost Lesnar. No, I'll be, I'll be Lashley, Wyatt. Why it's no fucking at WrestleMania, mate? Apparently, why it's fucked off. I I know. Yeah, I feel bad, man. Apparently, he's got fucking mega issues, mate. This I feel bad that I was noising up that day. That's the last thing he needed. If you haven't heard the live show, by the way, uh, listen, Bray Wyatt does make appearance on the live show, and you can hear that on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. I have a lot of sympathy for, for that big fella. He's just no, it's just no, I, I, I worry about the big guy. He's a talented guy who's getting no fucking support for the creative team at WWE, is, is how I feel about it. Anyway, what what is going to be the worst match? It's going to be. It's Lesnar versus almost. That'll be terrible. It'll be terrible. Listen, they'll make it no terrible. No, it's not going to be terrible. See if it's just Lesnar flinging him about. He's only flinging him about. How's he not going to fling him about? He's huge. Right, okay, I want you, Grado, remember that John said Lesnar's not going to fling almost about, right? That was a bit like, he's not going to fling him about. He's huge. That reminded me of, he's not finished. He's only 28. (laughs) (laughs) Eh... I don't know what the worst match is going to be. I'm really excited about uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic. Aye, that'll be good. It's not been good yet, but that will happen. Hold on, I'm looking at Merwan's. Batista and Triple H was a good match. Adesco says, combination of two many rates of WrestleMania 21. Uh, well, actually, probably at the time, you probably thought that wasn't a decent mania. Because uh, Shawn Michaels, was it Shawn Michaels and Eddie Guerrero, was it? Was it? No, that was 20. Who did Eddie wrestle at 21? I'm sure he had a good match with Cut or something like that. Or was it Shawn? I don't know. John Cena. Well, this debate will rage on. This debate will rage on. That was Wrestling Daft, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, you need to try and find Grado in person to hear his stories about the, the Vegas stag weekend. 
because uh, we will take that day stories to the grave, so you're going to have to try and get them out of him. Uh, Grado, congratulations on getting through your stag. The wedding is coming. It's very exciting. Uh, my love goes out to Crofty. John, yes. it's been a pleasure. As always. Uh, Grado, what else is there to say except... Up the road. It's yourself. Oh, <laughs>